0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All
1: right, welcome in on a Thursday morning, 6.08 a.m., your final day of June 2022 already. 75 degrees in the capital city is we getting ready to get back into the mid-90s today. I got a good show for you today. Uh, Of course, everything that's happening in and around the community, we're going to get into that here in a moment, but we'll also have today, Ticket Thursday, and at stake today, Cracklin' Kirk's. This is uh, the fireworks stand in Denton. 50 bucks that you can use there. Now, uh, real quick, it's, uh, it's valid through July 2nd. So this is outside of the city. So you can only use it before, before the fireworks go on sale in the city proper, uh, here, but still 50 bucks at the Denton location of Cracklin Kirk. So you're going to want to listen to that. We're going to bring back the old lie detector today. Ooh, we are going to have a, a, uh, oh. yeah, we're going to bring back the lie detector and we have a, uh, a, a 4th of July fireworks related lie detector for you today. I think am going to have fun with this one. So, uh yeah, we've got that coming up at 710. We'll do your morning drive, count down the five things you're going to be talking about today. Brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. And the Grow Lincoln team is going to join us as well. New restaurants, retail, uh, business openings and closing, and the like. They'll have that with us at 810. So that is what is on tap for today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the last day of June. Here we go.
2: Are you mad that you didn't get to say penultimate yesterday?
1: I forgot to say I like to say on the second to last day of every month penultimate, and I totally forgot about it. So I guess we'll be saving that for July 30th <laughs> uh, if it's a uh, if it's a weekday, which I don't know if it is. No, it's actually not. Well,
2: this is uh this is the so final I can't do day it in July either. Here you go. This is the final day of the penultimate month without college football.
1: That is true. That's a that's a good way to put it. Very good way We're- to put it. Where are you guys coming up with this stuff? I mean, just just
3: we're pulling it out
2: of your app. Usually that's how the show goes. Hey, Hey, listen,
1: (laughs) I think I'm just it's it's just hard not to be excited today because we are seeing the new plan for full 14th Cheney and Warlick Boulevard. Twenty nine million tonight. Twenty nine million dollars. No double or triple or as far as I know, quadruple Decker roundabout. Yeah. no surface, just the surface. No, no raised, no raised streets of any kind. Nope, as 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 far as we know, uh, they're having an uh, kind of an open house public meeting tonight at uh, Lincoln Southwest, and we already know a little bit about it, but uh, they're going to lay the thing out in full tonight. But this, of course, the the history of this whole project and just goofy area of. <laughs> I mean, how this got planned initially, I always wonder a little bit, but if it's an area that you've ever driven, you know that it is just, it's oddly laid out, and I am generally haven't been there for the most part during prime drive times, but I can imagine what it's like during those times, but Back several years ago during the uh, Beitler administration, they did request for proposals on this. They settled on a proposal that had an elevated roundabout with like a T-intersection underneath of it At uh, there, and it was expensive. It was very expensive. Uh, in addition to people worried that it was going to be too confusing for Lincoln drivers, which, you know, fair point, fair point. And so they, they tabled that, and nothing has happened since that time um, other than the planning that is uh, is happening and has happening right now so yes this this new one essentially what we know about it is it would so they'd have the at gray the, the normal intersection now that would serve Warlock Boulevard to the southwest so that would be the one that's going out of town 14th Street to the north and south and Olcini to the east but they would take out a piece of Olchiny uh, between the existing connection to Warlick and the Salt Valley uh, view. And then there you'd have a new connector road between Old Cheney and Warlick on the southwest side of Christ Place Lutheran Church. If you can imagine exactly, uh, visualize what that looks like, you're better than I am. Uh, but uh, well, yeah. And so I you, mean. You, so, the, and there'd be, you know, the obviously. Up- this is the one that
3: confused me. The updated intersection design will convert the five way signalized intersection into a simplified multimodal intersection configuration. Sounds very simple. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, the, so I don't
2: the, think any of those words would count in Scrabble.
3: <laughs> multimodal might, but <laughs> yep. I'm not a Scrabble
1: player. So there'll be new traffic signals, new sidewalks, new pedestrian uh, connections, different drainage system, all of all of those things. Um, but LTU so LTU has a website uh, about this thing where you can look at – they don't have like a uh, – as far as I could tell on them, they don't have kind of a map or artist rendering yet, but they have some information there. But evidently, they get uh, 40,000 vehicles per day there. Uh, and projecting 52,000 in another few years. Yeah. In, uh, by 2045, they're saying uh, 52,000. I'd like to see – you know, I, I'd be interested in seeing like – I'm sure this data exists – how the busiest intersections by number of cars and what that ranks and what they are in Lincoln and what number one is exactly is it? Oh, uh, it's probably it, ninth or tenth and oh. Ninth? Be, or, do you think so? Or what about a twenty seventh and Superior or a forty uh, eighth and O or a twenty seventh and Highway Two? Yeah, ninth and Van Dorn might be also with all the through traffic there. Maybe I don't know that. that we need to get that list. I'm very. I'm very curious about about that i don't know i know why. the one
3: that isn't it's 44th and O isn't the busiest no it's but not. it's the longest red light left turn arrow
1: yes we know uh yeah very much so very much so uh by the way if you've always loved 44th and O, building available for you to put your business or your organization right here where magic has been made in the studio for for years and in other studios here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is got, for got, sale for right now. Right it's got now. Such for such a you. unique address, you know. 4343 O Street. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. real easy.
3: 30 uh,
2: bed, six bath building.
1: Right? Uh, uh, gas station right across the street. You got a Da Vinci's right there if you have a pizza attack. Day, uh, daycare across the street. Daycare, yeah, that's
3: very You're taken care of. But you got everything you want. Put,
1: across O Street. <laughs> right hey you
3: birth
2: had, to death we got you here at we, 44th and oh we
1: have got you so uh this thing is a, a hot item of real estate it's going to be it's going to be too late if you don't you grab know, it the one thing that we don't have real close hours. here what's that
3: and it's surprising we don't have a cbd store
2: uh
3: actually uh, we one, do there's like, like, like
1: two a block? blocks isn't there one really? uh, you know, a block uh, down here on o yeah. street yes yeah. there is
3: they're springing up so <laughs> fast around here
1: and yeah. there's one is there not one over here by in this target area by Super Saver and Target. I
2: thought there was one by Super Saver. Yeah,
3: I stand correct.
1: <laughs> How many? Uh, uh, what's uh, Sorry, gotta form my question. In my the microphone mind was I breaking up there. Yeah, it. yeah, that was our internet connection. <laughs> Which is more, De Leon's plus Amigos plus Runza, or CBD stores? CBD. CBD. Daily Ones plus Amigos plus Runza plus Jimmy John's or CBD CBD. stores.
2: I think I can still go CBD. (laughs) You
1: think so? That. What would you guess the raw number uh, is? Would you guess 30? Am I low on 30? Oh, yeah. I think so. Okay. I'd take the over on that. (laughs) all right I'll do, I'll do a little research on that okay i'm adding I, I'm, all these things i need information that i need from the city today the ranking of the okay the and ranking I, I, and the i think the number of cbd uh,
3: stores is probably approaching the number of nail salons that we've got in town uh car
1: washes or cbd <laughs> stores <laughs> still, <laughs> still cbd uh, cbd stores, although but, the but growth <laughs> although growth rate Car washes, if you do it based on rate, car washes might actually have CBD stores on that one.
2: Why are we not putting a a dispensary pretty much with a car wash?
1: Why don't we combine all of the most popular things in Lincoln that are popping up everywhere right now, yes, into I want my nails
2: did with an edible while I go through a car wash. I don't know if that's how it works, but... Right,
1: uh, right. Or if this was ten years ago, there would also be uh, froyo. The, 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 oh, wine! The, the second froyo boom. <laughs> Nobody can forget.
2: Bring that. it back.
1: Uh, yeah, it's interesting. All right, well, that would maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do where Pershing is. Is we just reserve oh, it geez. for the most, the most popular, the most popular real estate trends, commercial real estate trends in the entire city, and we make it a mega, just a, a mega, mega popular zone. So, and on yes.
3: each corner. There's uh, a fast food. There's a runs on one corner and amigos on another corner. And and then they, you know, daily owns and and, yeah, and uh, And Valentino. So what's
2: this going to look like a car wash, but on a roller coaster? (laughs)
1: Ooh, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Hey, if anyone out there likes money, you're welcome. The level of entertainment I expect from my car washes today has gone up. Ex- exponentially since say three years ago
2: hey craig on the rickside recognition text line says don't forget a charging station
1: charging station yes charging station electric car charging stations <laughs> until they, so make- i can after i get my rivian washed i can plug her in go hit the cbd store for a while
3: this is going to start to look
2: like a nine-year-old got a hold of SimCity. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what we need is a bluetooth charger <laughs> what's a, a bluetooth charger for your car so can charge by bluetooth that's oh is doing. that
1: oh is that, a, is that I in didn't development? even know we is had the that the a technology for that no but oh, okay. that's what we need oh okay All right mark that's the future stop it there's no way that's happening anytime soon <laughs> okay well if well, you it's think wireless of, be if, pretty cool if you think of any other um uh, business fad uh that needs to be added to our fad park uh i might call it I'm just like gonna that. say,
2: put a splash park down there, please.
3: Stop. A little splash pad right,
1: for right next me. To so, it was, right next to Coolcrest. Did you
3: see Caleb was uh, By the way, Coolcrest, when I went through St. Joe last Saturday, yeah, cool Crest was operating.
1: Yeah, they're back. They got new ownership. Yep. They're going again. Yep. It's just they get they, they've We're been right able to it. do it down there. We could do it here, but I can't get anybody with any power to get on the bandwagon with me. Any power or dollars. I've been asking the money elite in Lincoln to help me with this for years, and all of them are too busy, you know, investing in better things. Evidently, CBD stores, appointment. CBD stores, probably in car washes. uh so the other day Caleb was uh, on the air, uh, talking about how he was surprised and disappointed Lincoln only had one splash park, one spray ground. Yeah, right, because it was closed. And
2: one free one. There, there's another one, I believe, at Woods. Uh, but that one right. was that one was also under construction. Well, but you got to
1: pay to get there's in. There's ones at private pools too. Um, but, um, but but yes there's
2: one, one free one, one public that you can one. go
1: to and and lo and behold did you see the uh the editorial in the Journal Star last week talking about <laughs> it wasn't an editorial i think it was a letter to the editor mm-hmm. to the Journal Star talking about how Lincoln needs more splash pad spray ground things have have you started a movement here it's, with this It's what we do are we going to have the the uh the the Caleb Henry Splash pad coming to Midtown Lincoln sometime soon. The Jack Memorial spray park. No, again, not, I don't want to. <laughs> this they, one's on, this one's you. And by the way, neither of it needs to be memorial yet.
3: <laughs> what, what we really need is a very very large roundabout with a splash pad in the middle of. It.
2: <laughs> okay, that one might feel reckless. <laughs> I think I might. We may have finally reached our limit of. What, what should be allowed here?
3: Well, you'd have an underground access to it, you know you.
1: you go in like a capsule that brings you brings your kids underneath the roundabout to the middle talking about stairs that go down you go underneath just one of these no i want a capsule like a vacuum capsule thing and then you you come up in the middle of the splash pad i mean they put some fencing up or something
2: like it's a people-sized version of you go to the bank and
1: and yes exactly (laughs) exactly and you get a sucker too and and the thing is you'll have uh inadvertently not inadvertently but kind of um uh, implicitly exposed all these kids to how roundabout's work by just seeing it that it will be, be basically be baked into them for the future and they'll understand how to navigate the roundabout future of Lincoln Nebraska. We're all winners. Really good idea, Mark. And, you know, really I, good idea.
3: Yeah, I, I, that's why I brought it up and and you know I was just thinking more and more about this 14th and old Chaney and war like until we learn how to drive in roundabouts, I'm not sure anything we do out there is going to help a lot.
1: Oh, it is it is a weird, it is a just a weird plan. The, the original, it was uh, with, with that whole thing. So, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, what else do we have going on today? Anything else, Mark, that uh, I should mention well, here?
3: Jeff Fortenberry filed her appeal yesterday in the Ninth Circuit. Going to the Ninth Circuit. Uh, to try and get that conviction off his record, yeah, they're also going to file a complaint with the Department of Justice on the uh, tactics used by the FBI. So, oh wow, if, uh, Department of Justice uh,
1: Inspector General, there's where they're expected to file that complaint. Uh, from what I understand, that uh, Inspector General's office has been very busy lately, so I'm not sure if uh, showing up at Jeffrey Clark's house at five in the morning, bringing him out in his pajamas. So, uh, yeah. We'll see if they yep. have time for that. We'll see. How about, uh, I mean, they expedite that thing, that appeal, win in the Ninth Circuit, get the thing uh, overturned, and then all of a sudden, November, new writing candidate to take his seat back, Jeff Fortenberry, huh? Huh?
3: We, we, <laughs> crazier things have happened God. That.
1: <laughs> that's jeff
3: Fornberry.
1: well i mean maybe i mean the democrats are pretty excited about how pansing brooks did in that race i mean generally what i've heard is is enthusiasm about the the numbers that she got what that might mean for the investment uh flood and pansing brooks basically split the votes and all you need is a plurality to win the thing and all of a sudden he doesn't even doesn't even miss a term just a couple of months there I don't think that's going to happen, but it's fun it, to play with. Crazier scenarios. things than that have happened. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, anything else? Happen- nothing's happening in the world of sports. The, why do we, why, why do you, what are we even doing now? I'm making with, stuff
2: up as we go. With your job here. Yeah
1: i mean we basically gotta i mean first we gotta go through like major league baseball scores and i, I give what i nba scores and legion scores do you want point. do you want
2: WNBA scores and legion no.
1: scores like well I'm, there's a couple legion scores i'd be interested in but okay. no that's about it there's just there's really nothing right now with all of that
2: salt dogs are playing
1: great go for, salt dogs
2: for, former uh nebraska men's basketball players are finding places to play
1: uh lat man are you talking about there's
2: another one out there.
1: Ooh! Found a new home. Are, are you uh, not? You're just not gonna. You're not gonna tell me. So I listen to the sports.
2: I well. So I listen. So to you the finally commercial? listen to the sports. <laughs> 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 Please listen to me.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to. Uh, we're going to grab our break right now. It is six twenty-four at LNK today with Jack and Friends. That that went a lot of places. Seventy-four
3: degrees. Why are you shaking your head in there? In the capital city. I'm just confused. Just thinking about roundabouts and old Chaney and Warlick and the past 15 minutes here.
1: What about a ramp if you're going out, if you're going out southwest of town and just like a ra- like a jump? Why we- don't we have more jumps? <laughs> That's the real question. I yeah. mean, I watch a lot of Dukes Hazard and they were fine. I mean, they did a lot of jumping, and as far as I know, they all ended up
3: okay. A little okay. bit in Smokey and the Bandit too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Chicken Rich said Splash
2: Pad Car Wash combo. I said that's already a thing if you try hard enough. <laughs>
1: Just bring the kids in while we
3: drive. <laughs> All right, kids, get out.
2: Put the windows down.
1: All right, 625. We'll think of kids a
3: break. can't ride in the back of a pickup.
1: <laughs> it's K today with
0: Jack and Friends on KLIN. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for The Daily at KLIN.com. Listen up. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the sound off on LNK Today. But first, I encourage you to visit the new.
1: Request Line Friday website now up at KLIN.com. Lots of excitement about this. It's just KLIN.com slash Request Line Friday, uh, or you can click the link on the homepage there where you can uh, take a listen, you can peruse uh, our past Request Line Friday playlist from the last several months, which Caleb put together, uh, we got Spotify playlist there. So if you missed some songs or you heard a song, you couldn't remember what it is, you can go back and look or if you're having a barbecue or a party and you think our listeners can set the mood for it, uh, then go ahead and just uh, adopt the playlist and, and use it if you would like to. You can also there make your request for this coming week. And this week's theme for tomorrow is Merica. That's all. America. America. And so, with the Fourth of July coming up, we would like to hear those songs that um, that are about the United States, that make you feel patriotic, that you like to hear when the fireworks are going off in the background. Uh, you know, even if it's uh, maybe a little bit non-traditional with this whole thing, we can only play the same songs, you guys. We're not going to play the same song five hundred times. So, uh, work on variety here. That's the challenge with this one because there are a lot of beloved ones, and they'll all get played right but let's accept you guys if nothing else you've been oddly resourceful in coming up with (laughs) a wide sometimes weird variety of things and we are counting on you for this week
2: that's what we like about you guys yeah yeah
1: so that's uh that's what we've got all right it is time to get into the sound off uh let's see what should we start with
0: today
1: oh boy Oh, wow, that's always, a, that's always a good what is, what isn't going to make people angry? Uh, oh, I know the January 6th hearings. Uh, so so what? So what's the deal here is, is the Secret Service? Um, are, are, they, are they they already testified, at least to the people who are mentioned by the last witness did testify behind closed doors. Are they going to do it publicly? Are they going to disavow? all of what she said or or specific things about what she said about the car. What's what's going on with this? The Secret Service says the January 6 committee did not reach out before moving forward with Tuesday's testimony by former Trump White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson. Now she alleges that then-President Trump lunged at an agent and tried to grab the steering wheel of the presidential vehicle in order to steer it to the Capitol on January 6. A Secret Service spokesperson telling Politico quote, we were not asked to reappear before the committee in response to yesterday's new information and we plan on formally responding on the record we have and will continue to make any member of the secret service available the agents hutchinson mentioned in her testimony have spoken to the committee once and want to do so again in public to refute the steering wheel allegation all right let's get out so i said yesterday let's get everybody everybody who's got a, a story to tell let's get them under oath on this thing and uh and put your money where your mouth is on all of these things. Now, uh, are they going to testify that you know, the scene she described in that SUV didn't happen? Are they going to uh, are they going to testify that the physical part of it didn't happen but the verbal part did? Are they going to testify that they didn't ever say those things to her? Uh, when they were in the in that that office, I mean, because that's what she said. She, she that was that was actual hearsay on that one, where uh, she said she was told by them uh, that that this had happened in the past with them. And so there's, I, I mean, I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, I guess the other thing is, while this is getting the vast majority of the attention, the ones that are going to be more legally significant out of that last hearing have more to do with you know the president's state of mind as it pertained to the rally and um you know what what he wanted to happen or some would say allowed to happen uh or something like that the the state of mind is was relating to Mike Pence those probably are going to have more legal consequence in this whole thing uh if anything well but the most salacious part of the testimony was was probably the uh, allegations of what went on in that SUV. So uh, they're taking a couple of weeks off. We'll see. who And they, what they just said on Fox News there, that they've also uh, testified, uh, not testified, subpoenaed Cipollone, who was, it seemed like, in all of these conversations would and would probably be a pretty relevant witness for this entire thing. So anyway, that's your update there. Taking some time off with that and get back to it, I don't know, maybe next week at this time or the week after that. We'll see. Uh, all right other things going on today. Uh Supreme Court uh put out final rulings yesterday and the uh the one that got a lot of attention came out of Oklahoma and it uh, actually produced kind of an interesting political divide on the court where Gorsuch ended up uh being strongly with in fact writing the opinion with the judges that would be perceived left, left-wing left judges, while the, right, the right-wing uh, justices were on the other side of that one, and it had to do with uh, Native lands, Native Americans in the state of Oklahoma.
3: In a 5-4 decision, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that Oklahoma can resume prosecuting some cases involving non-Native Americans who commit crimes against Native Americans on reservations. Narrowing the scope of the High Court's 2020 ruling that said Native Americans who commit crimes on reservations cannot be prosecuted. Prosecuted by state or local law enforcement and must instead face justice in tribal or federal courts, the case stemming from a state court decision to toss out a conviction of a non-Native American who was charged in Oklahoma with malnourishment
1: of a Native American child. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. And with the end of uh, all the the, uh, opinions being handed down, that means a
4: change on the court as well. Supreme Court Associate Justice Stephen Breyer announced earlier this year he was retiring at the end of the court's current term. In making the announcement, the octogenarian said... He still believes the experiment in democracy set forward by America's founding fathers will continue. I'm an optimist, and
5: I'm pretty sure it will.
4: His replacement, Kentanji Brown-Jackson, will be sworn in today. During her Senate confirmation process, she also referred to that experiment pledging... To support and defend the Constitution and this grand experiment of American democracy... Jackson is the first Black female to serve on the high court in Washington. Jill Nado, Fox News.
1: That uh, that that got me wondering a little bit about the ages. No more octogenarians on the Supreme Court at uh-huh. this point. The oldest current member of the Supreme Court would be Clarence Thomas. He's seventy-four years old. Uh, been on the court since nineteen ninety-one. The second oldest then is Alito. He is seventy-two. You got nobody else in the 70s. You got Sotomayor, who is 68. You got John Roberts, who is 67. Uh, Kagan is 62. And that's it for the 60-year-olds. And the rest are 50s. Kavanaugh, 57. Gorsuch, 54. Uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson is uh, will actually be 51. Uh, so she won't even be the youngest person on the court. That's still Amy Coney Barrett by a matter of months that she's younger than Ketanji Brown-Jackson. So.
2: so you're it, barring a something terrible happening health wise, or someone retiring, the court's pretty much set for a while.
1: Yeah, I like, mean, like, like
2: you would think if you're looking at the average lifespan, most uh, for getting yeah. into the 80s, and even then, some going further than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a weird thing to talk about, but you know, Thomas and Alito are 74, 72, but you you know, you never know with with any of these things. But yeah, you could. You, you know, he went uh, the, the last time it went into to his 80s. So, yeah, you could have a scenario if if Thomas did something like that, too, where you're not even talking about this next administration. We're, we're talking not about the, you're talking or you're not even talking about the 2024 president. You may be talking about the 2028 uh, president before another. Maybe. Uh, another I, one is like, made.
2: Realistically, you could go the next 15 years without without having another Supreme Court justice name.
1: Thomas on the court till he's 89. Mm. Mm. i say could yeah you could but on the other hand on the other hand you know if uh, let's say trump or desantis or somebody won um in 2024 Uh uh-huh it wouldn't also be surprising if thomas then stopped stepped down at that time retired so that you can now the nom allow the nomination to to get somebody younger there into that spot as well uh-huh. so I don't know, it's just kind of interesting stuff about how that whole thing that whole thing works um okay so this is interesting the state of california is uh taking aim in a bipartisan fashion at big tech and they're you know it's, it's kind of like when there were all the lawsuits back in the day against cigarette companies but about social media and potential uh, getting kids, the potential of getting kids addicted to it. Assembly Bill 2408 is yet another example of bipartisan state legislation going after big tech. Proponents argue the sites are structured in ways that cause children to become dependent on
6: them. If found guilty, tech companies like Meta, Twitter, Snap would face penalties up to
4: $25,000 for a violation or $250,000 if they're shown to have knowingly employed harmful features. Now unsurprisingly, tech companies have been lobbying against the legislation. Some business groups are also pushing back. In a letter to law lawmakers and industry trade group arguing quote this
1: bill would punish a company for simply having a platform that kids can access and would do little to improve safety it imposes new liability that would most likely lead companies to severely restrict access to kids
4: under 18. Hmm.
1: Interesting um, yeah the it would it, bipartisan support on this thing it would it would it basically has a statutory it's a civil lawsuit that would allow the parents to bring with a statutorily defined a set of damages which is $25,000 per violation on this whole thing uh they they define addiction in the bill as a preoccupation or obsession with or withdrawal or difficulty to seize or reduce use of a social media platform despite the user's desire to seize or reduce that use which causes or contributes to physical mental emotional development or, developmental or material harms to the user um i don't know we will uh We'll see, uh, because couldn't you make could you, could you make the same argument about about video games or is that or or I wonder if if you ask the people behind this bill, if that's a different situation, I feel is, like you... is there any more? Is it a different type of addiction that the social media um, sites are promulgating than a video game might be?
2: You, you could I think you could make the case for addiction for just about anything.
1: Yeah, probably yeah so i don't know it's how exactly i i mean i understand the language it is but how you actually prove that i have i have no idea and then how is if, can you prove that with with other things uh-huh. as well i don't know if that's actually gonna gonna actually be used real significantly we'll see uh r kelly musician r kelly uh-huh. uh man this dude did some nasty stuff yeah yeah uh, it's i mean it yeah if you if you read about and and it's kind of been out there for a long time mm-hmm. too but he finally had the uh had the book thrown at him uh, was convicted and yesterday he was sentenced and uh, he's going to be in prison for a long time. r
4: singer R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison. However, his lawyer Jennifer Bongine, who also represented Bill Cosby, says they will appeal.
6: We are confident uh, in our arguments that we raised in our post-trial motions that although they didn't persuade the district court judge, that they will persuade the court of appeal. The
4: singer was convicted in September of racketeering and violating the federal sex trafficking man act. 45 witnesses provide a testimony against the singer who's still facing child pornography and obstruction of justice charges in chicago kelly was one of the biggest r&b stars in the 90s and rumors about his alleged abuses lingered until the me too movement michelle polino fox news yeah Yeah.
1: boy how about a big week of sentencings uh right locally Fortinberry, maxwell uh she she gets those uh she gets her sentence uh, and then r kelly as well and uh One of them kind of went the way of the defendant and the other other two really didn't. Uh Uh, We have more people in the Billionaires Club. Congratulations, the club is growing. Are you in it? For the third year
5: in a row, the billionaire population has continued to expand according to a report from WealthX. It grew 3.3% in 2021 from the year before for a total of 3,311 very well-to-do people. About a third live in North America, while Europe registered the strongest growth in numbers 192 of them are worth more than 10 billion dollars but more than half were considered to be lower end with wealth between a mere one and two billion some of the better known super billionaires those with a net worth of more than 50 billion are tesla's elon musk and amazon's jeff bezos lillian Wu, fox news
2: a mere one billion one <laughs>
1: billion da- uh can you guess can Can you guess the united states is number one uh-huh. by the way um but it's getting a little closer can you guess any of the other countries in the top uh five
2: um
1: germany germany's four weird guess but actually correct <laughs> what, do, what do you mean weird, weird guess? i mean I'm weird guess to- and it's right but that's just a weird that's um it's canada canada is not in the top 10 Ooh.
2: Okay. Um, and are we just saying in Europe, or this
1: is all of the the world? In fact, there are no more members of the EU that are on the top in the top five. Okay,
2: that that was kind of where I was going yeah. with that guess. There
1: are no members of the EU.
2: Um, ooh, <sighs> Korea or South South Korea?
1: Nope, not South Korea. Not South Korea. Number two is uh, is China.
2: Okay, China.
1: Number three is India. Number four is Germany, as you said. And number five is Russia. Okay. The whole thing. And then you go Hong Kong, Brazil. Oh, Canada is number eight. That's my bad. Canada is actually number eight. UK is number nine. And Italy is number 10. Okay. So, interesting. Uh, and last but not least today... We'll, fit, well, I have two more left. I think we have time. Yeah, to both yeah you got them. time. We have two both. Are you one of these uh, people who take uh, take a bunch of multivitamins? I ask that rhetorically to to the listeners. Um, you spend a lot of money on that. Well a new study is out that says you know, it might not really be worth your money.
4: Looking at data from a number of vitamins and multivitamins the study found
1: insufficient evidence that a list of vitamins help prevent cardiovascular disease, cancer and
4: death. One expert notes that the task force isn't necessarily saying don't take multivitamins but rather if they were really good for you, they would know by now they say people should save their money and focus on things like exercise, diet and not smoking.
1: The panel does, however, recommend certain vitamins for pregnant women and those with vitamin deficiencies. Gianna Gelosi, Fox News.
2: All right. Well, I mean, and as part of her, what 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 the recommendations are that she was talking about? That's with or without multivitamins or taking anything. It's getting enough sleep. What what's your what's your overall diet? What's your exercise right. like? Like those are all things you should be doing. You can't just rely one hundred percent on multivitamins hey, and the like
1: here's my multivitamin here's my 18 beers here's my full pizza and here's my marlboros <laughs> so i'm good that's a whole day
2: <laughs> that's a heck of a day um, I, we do uh melatonin at night got l- yeah l- that's not l- that, yeah those.
1: that's a uh, sort of a different thing that's a sleep aid but, but, but like that's pretty much it yeah uh last but not least On top of our Marlboro's and pizza. <laughs> it's uh it's another reboot. What shows have not been rebooted yet? Oh. We this this might need to be a conversation for later in the show. Rocket think- Power. What, uh, how, is there anything left that hasn't been, take one more show off the list.
4: Another sequel has found its way into development. Who's the boss? The sequel series reunites original stars Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano. The series will be executive produced by Norman Lear and has landed at Amazon Freebie for development. The two are set to return to their roles as Tony and Samantha Maselli, 30 years after the events of the original series which also starred Judith Light. The new series sees Samantha, a single mother now living in the family house with her father in line with all Lear series. The show will explore generational differences as well as opposing world views and parenting styles within the dynamic of a modern family in 2022. Michelle Polino Fox news. I mean, okay. Is
1: Judith light? Is she alive? I don't know if she's alive. I know Mona died. I remember when that, uh, that did between Mona and the women of Golden Girls. <laughs> as a as a as a child growing up, I had a in really was had shaped by entertainment. The uh, let's see how should I how should I say this? The uh, romantic appetites of mm-hmm. of older women was really shaped <laughs> my perception of it by Golden Girls and Mona <laughs> from Who's the Boss?
2: Uh, Elton John sang a song about Tony Danza.
1: Uh, yes, I, I saw it live recently.
2: Hold me closer, Tony Danza. All right.
1: <laughs> Angela! <laughs> All right, 654, we've got to take a
0: break. We'll talk to the Capital Humane Society next on KLI. It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK Today. All right, 657,
1: it's uh, time to talk to Matt Metro from the Captain Humane Society. Oh, uh, Matt, I got a dog now. Um, It's the first time in like a decade we've got a dog, and so, um, you know, I'm not saying I'm bringing him in anytime soon, but... I feel for I feel for uh, some of the harder days dealing with uh, with pets over there at the uh-huh. Capital Humane Society. Only only like four or five accidents in the house so far.
7: Yeah, so yeah, working. Working on the house training.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the house training, the sleeping through the night. Uh, yeah. You know th- those things, but nonetheless, there's some there's some good moments, and uh, we want people to uh, to know about the pets that are available too for them for the Capital Humane Society. Matt, tell us what you got available this weekend.
7: Yeah, so first off, we have Hash Brown. So Hash Brown is an approximately one-year-old Siberian husky, neutered male. He's black and white in color, and he weighs about 51 pounds. So he's pretty much full-grown. He might fill out a little bit, but he's not going to probably get more than about 60 pounds. He was surrendered to us because his previous owner just couldn't care for him anymore, but... He's a vocal guy. He's an outgoing guy, so he'll make a great running or walking partner if you're looking for a dog that can go out for those walks or runs with you.
1: Caleb, you need another husky, don't you? Come on, we could uh,
2: use—I don't know what—six more. We got a sled team. We got to get ready for. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) We already got one.
7: All right, what else you got? And then we also have uh, Pina Colada, and she is a, <laughs> he is a eight-week-old Siamese mix neutered male steel point. And so he came to us as a lost kitten and wasn't claimed, so he's just a little guy, only about two pounds right now. But he's a feisty little kitten who likes to play, so make sure you have lots of toys for him, and he'll definitely keep you entertained for hours chasing around those toys, so both pina colada and hash brown are available today, and uh, lots of other dogs and cats looking for homes this weekend. Uh, I'm
1: going to feel
2: lied to if I come over and someone says, "You want a pina colada?" I say yes, and they bring out
1: the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would never. If I had that, I'd never get that Rupert Holmes song out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you <like> pina? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Very good, uh, Matt. Uh, always, by the way, what uh, what do people know about need to know about making adoptions right now? Hours and those sorts of things.
7: Yep, so today and tomorrow we're open 1130 to 7 and Saturday and Sunday 12 to 5 out at the Pylock Pet Adoption Center at 70th and Highway 2. Just come on in whenever we're open and take a walk through, see who you want to meet.
1: All right, very good. Let's get some adoptions happening. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, all right? Have a good one. There you go. Matt Macharo from the Captain Humane Society. 7 o'clock,
0: KLIN Lincoln. From Mrs Mrs. K. Today with Jack and Friends, on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. I like them. 709. Oops. Hot mic. <laughs> hot mic.
1: I said the very controversial thing. I like that one. That's what you picked me up on a hot mic. Song. That's what we should have named one of these fireworks, Hot Mic. Hot mic. Ooh, that would have been Ooh. a good one. <laughs> this is fun. I want to be part of the I want to be part of the uh Cracklin' Kurtz firework naming team next year when they when they get this going again.
2: That can be the uh University of Nebraska sponsored one.
1: Yes. <laughs> all right so uh you know how it works by now i'm going to give you a list of three firework names two of them are real fireworks you can buy crackling kirks one uh of them is something caleb and i made up in the last hour that's it yep that's it if you get all three of them you get fifty dollars to Cracklin' kirks all right so it's a one in three chance three times in a row Uh, all right number one today matt was the fourth caller he gets the first uh first chance of this good morning matt how are you doing Good morning. All I'm right. Feeling good. I need some fireworks this week. Yeah, I know. A lot of people do. This one is going to be popular. So we, uh, we'll see how hard this is. We'll see how hard this is. So uh, I give you three of them. Two of them are real. One is uh, a made-up firework by uh, by Caleb and me. All right. First set: Winter vacation, tiny but mighty. Okay, boomer. Winter vacation, tiny but mighty. Or OK Boomer, which is the fake?
5: I'm going with the fake one is winter vacation.
1: Is the fake one winter vacation? No, everybody loves celebrating winter with fireworks.
2: Maybe this is a vacation from winter?
1: I don't I named. don't know. I don't know exactly what was going on there. All right. I'm, we may need to put more of these together here, Caleb. My list might not be big enough. Uh, all right. Uh, Steve is the uh, caller five, so he gets a shot at this now. Good morning, Steve.
7: Good morning. I wish I had a three-sided coin.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just use a random digit generator. All right. We'll see how good Caleb and I... Maybe we're really good at this. Maybe we're going to get a job out of this. All right. Your three are tough stuff, big boom boom, or eastern diamondback. Tough stuff, big boom boom, or eastern back.
5: I'll say the fake one is big boom boom.
1: Big boom boom? Correct. Caleb, that sounds like a conversation you've had with a baby at some point.
2: Yeah, that's a big boom-boom.
1: Yeah. Boom. So that was Caleb's. All right, uh, next group. All right, that's one. you got to get three of them. All right, uh, real deal demolition, bleepity bleep bleep, or live free or die. Real deal demolition, bleepity bleep bleep, or live free or die. Which is the fake one? Oh,
7: my. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um they've got some weird names on these i'm not gonna lie Yes, they do uh let's go with live free or die is it live free or die no it's not Uh, this is gonna be interesting we may we may go for a while on this one all right rex is gonna take a shot at this morning rex hey good
3: morning guys Uh, all
1: all right here's your three revenue revolutionary revival pandemonium in the sky or honey badger does care revolutionary revival pandemonium in the sky or honey badger does care
7: i would say honey badger does care
1: i probably would have said that too but it's an actual firework which i really want to see (laughs) this is hard this is very hard all right let's see if sophia can do it uh good morning sophia how are you
4: good morning great
1: all right here you go uh, three fireworks. One of them is one that Caleb and I made up. The other two you can actually buy at Cracklin' Kirk's, which we're giving away a $15 gift certificate for. Uh, jailbreak, <coughs> James Mayhem, jailbreak, James Mayhem, or Purpolicious? Jailbreak, James Mayhem, or Purpolicious? I'll
6: have
1: to go with Jailbreak being the false one. Is Jailbreak the false one? No! Caleb, we are good at this. We are good at this. All right. I'm going to keep going on these. We're gonna we're probably going to get back through to some repeats here at this point. Uh, first is going to be uh, Craig. All right, lines are back full. By the way, anytime somebody drops off, jump on there. We're playing 50 LR. Gives you to, to crackling, Kirks. By the way, you do need to use it by July 2nd. And this is the one in Denton um, just for your planning purposes. All right. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. All right. Whistle Warrior, Cosmic Conflict, or Stoke? Whistle Warrior, Cosmic Conflict, or Stoked? Which is the fake firework? Stoked. Is it Stoked? We have created the impossible game. I'm going to ask you one one thing right now. Do we need to... We haven't even had had anybody get two yet. Do we need to make this two? We're amending it to two. All right, we're amending it to two. That does not give anyone an unfair advantage because nobody's even gotten to at this point. All right, let's... uh, Let's go to Daryl. Daryl's going to take a shot. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning. All right, identify the fake firework. I pledge allegiance, malfunction junction, or coast to toast. I pledge allegiance, malfunction junction, or coast to toast. Coast to toast. (laughs) I made that one up. Yeah. Dang it. People are getting yours. (laughs) Dang it I thought that was okay. All right, uh next one. Eagle Fang, the gnarly nine, or whatever. Eagle Fang, the gnarly nine, or whatever. Eagle Fang. Is it Eagle Fang? That's mine too. I stole it from Cobra Kai. Ah! <laughs> Daryl, you did it. You uh you got you got two of mine and you get uh fifty bucks of fireworks at uh, Kirk's in Denton. Congrats. We all right hang tight we still have more gift certificates to give away or one more one more gift certificate to give away caleb is going to get daryl's information and meanwhile i'm going to bring paul up to take a shot at this uh all right paul how you doing
7: it's that paul the you? oh
1: excuse me i didn't see the prefix on the call screener that paul uh <laughs> all right uh let's see how you can do this got to get two of them two of them in a row all right your choices kapow Dino's Revenge or Dog Pound? Kapow, Dino's Revenge or Dog Pound?
7: I'm going to go with Kapow.
1: Is it Kapow? No, it's not Kapow. That's a real one. That's a real one. Okay. four two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Still got one more gift to uh, to give away. By the way, if you just joined us, uh, the phone lines are well—they're f- filled up right now. But we're playing our ticket Thursday game, which is the lie detector. We are giving you the names of three fireworks. One, two of them are real ones you can buy at Cracklin Kirks. One of them is when Caleb and I made up. If you get two right in a row, we are going to give you a fifty dollars gift to, get to Cracklin Kirk's in, Kirks in Denton to be used by July second. All right, uh, Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good morning. All right, here you go. Your choices. Ten-pin tornado, fake news, or optical illusion. Ten-pin tornado, fake news, or optical illusion.
6: Okay. Ten-pin tornado, fake news, News or optical illusion. illusion. Oh. I'll say... uh, the first one, ten. 10 pin
1: tornado. Yeah, correct, Caleb. They got one of yours finally. Well, I guess is,
2: I guess they got the big boom boom from me earlier. What, oh, that's
1: what is ten pin tornado
2: even supposed to mean? Uh, <laughs> it, it would be bowling alley themed. <laughs> oh,
5: okay,
1: okay. Yeah, I'm with you, Stephanie. Uh, all right, and it would it would have like a cone at the top. Right. All right. Uh, let's try this one. All right, artillery <laughs> artillery action. Strike while the iron is hot or blue hurricane Artillery action strike while the iron is hot or blue hurricane This is harder
6: I only have to get one more
1: this is Um, it this is it if you get this It's it's a windfall of fireworks for you and your family the kids will be thrilled
6: Oh, if only that's all we spent on fireworks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This will be one tenth of your (laughs) fireworks. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. Art one more time. time. Let me let me really enunciate here. Artillery action strike while the iron is hot or blue hurricane. You want to get in our heads here if you want to think about
4: that. I know. Get in our heads.
1: Need an answer. Strike while the iron's hot. Strike while the iron's hot. No! <laughs> she overthought that one, I think. I think she was, like, trying <laughs> which one sounds like they would make up, and they were trying to get me to say... Se- oh, okay, all right. Let's uh, Let's let's try another one here. Uh, next on the line is Lynn. Good morning, Lynn.
4: Hello.
1: All right, Lynn, here you go. Your choices. Fire-friendly. Booyah or blackjack fire friendly booyah or blackjack
6: fire friendly
1: that's correct caleb do you want to explain what that one is you made
2: that one up i just uh flipped the first and second word of our friend Stu kern's show on saturday morning
1: (laughs) it's friendly fire but backwards uh okay all right here we go the next choice for you oh man (laughs) <laughs> the ones that they actually have are more ridiculous than the ones that we've made up in a lot of cases. Um, bling Bling on steroids, <laughs> Second Amendment, or Moose Tail. Bling bling on steroids, Second Amendment, or Moose Tail. Which is the fake. Moose one.
6: tail.
1: <laughs> Just nailed it. Just
0: nailed it. You won, Lynn! You got, it.
1: you got fifty bucks in fireworks.
6: Oh, my goodness. My neighbor kids are going to be in
1: heaven. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Hang tight. Caleb will get your information. That's all we got. Lynn just... just rolls through that out of nowhere. Okay. Let's if you are wondering on the ones that weren't answered correctly, I do have answers for you. And sorry if if you didn't win. That was that was fun, though. Uh, the first one was winter vacation, tiny but mighty or OK, Boomer winter vacation, tiny but mighty. The the fake one on that one. OK, Boomer. OK, that was Caleb's. He made that up. Uh, Real deal demolition bleepity bleep bleep or live free or die real deal demolition was the fake one they actually have one called bleepity bleep bleep uh revolutionary revival panamonium the scott panamonium in the sky or honey badger does care i again i would have guessed honey badger does care too but that's a real firework the fake one is revolutionary revival uh jailbreak james mayhem or perperilicious uh, James Mayhem is the fake one. And Caleb's on the phone now. Or otherwise, I'd ask him how the heck he came up with James Mayhem. But that was the uh, that was the fake one. Uh, then we had, let's see, Whistle Warrior, Cosmic Conflict, or Stoked. The fake one was Whistle Warrior. I Pledge Allegiance, Malfunction Junction, or Coast to Toast. Well, that was the one somebody got right. Coast to Toast was my, my fake one. The Eagle Fang was the fake one. Uh, by the way, what was, uh, Caleb, what, what the heck is James Mayhem? Oh, that's
2: uh, James Madison with fireworks. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't realize you had concepted yours all out this far. Every single did one you, of them that I did made. Did you have a focus group together in the basement in the last hour? I did. I um,
2: by the way, Moose Tail is like the, the like a snake comes out of the backside of a moose. Little figure. <laughs>
1: Mine don't have as much development in Jersey. Like an Eagle Fang one, I just thought of the the thing on Cobra Kai. Uh, Kapow, Dino's Revenge, or Dog Pound. Uh,
2: By the way, uh, Dino's Revenge, that's a stegosaurus with a cannon taking revenge on the uh, meteor that killed the dinosaurs
1: you're gonna get a job i I workshopped all of these you're gonna get a job out of this uh let's celebrate here comes the boom or awesome possum i don't even know if we did this one the fake ones here comes the boom that's just a a song by pod that i thought of here comes the boys from the south but i don't have as much of a concept as caleb (laughs) uh artillery action strike while the iron is hot or blue hurricane she got that one right right uh no 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 this was the one that that uh the caller missed was, the was taking a little yes. bit of time for artillery action it's the most boring one that's that's the fake one i made that one up and then we had of course fake one fire friendly <laughs> and moose tailed uh, are there any other concepts let's see uh what, what was your concept for big boom boom um it's
2: just gonna be like a pile of steaming poop
1: Okay. Or
2: it All could the- or it could be like a really big <laughs> firework. It's a big boom boom. I don't know. Okay. You can do
1: whatever you want. I there's know, a lot of okay. options with that. Never one. mind. Your your streak is ended of of great concepts. That's there, There's a lot of directions you can go with that. All right. One. Sounds good. James Mayhem. <laughs> I want a movie. Didn't they have a uh, Abraham Lincoln zombie killer or whatever? <laughs> I think we could have a sequel with uh James Mayhem. <laughs>
2: Just James Mayhem and it's him with a chainsaw.
1: Yeah we there, there's a whole genre there of founding fathers and uh, notable American historical figures as warriors or something or whatever you have in mind with that. So there you go. That's by the way, a couple of other real ones that you can get that I didn't, we didn't even get in there. There's one called captain obvious. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, one called the prankster. There's pyro fiesta, metallic rhino, uh, <laughs> This one just called Good Call. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a fascinating, it's a fascinating genre there, fireworks names. Congratulations to our winners. Enjoy your fireworks. Get out to Cracklin' Kirk's in Denton and get yourself some fireworks. Don't shoot them off in the city until July 3rd because that would be illegal and you'll go directly to jail. Good job, Lynn. Good job, Daryl. I don't know if you actually will. Try to get some due
0: process first. All right, 725. We'll take a break. (laughs) It's Alan today with Jack and Friends. Sports is next on KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to your... All right, let's get it fired up. Number five. uh,
3: Former First District Congressman Jeff Fortenberry, uh, Fortenberry appealed his convictions to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in California. Nebraska examiner's Paul Hamill reports the appeal claims false statement statutes are too easily abused. They're also expected to file a complaint with the inspector general of the Department of Justice alleging deceptive tactics used by FBI agents, and the appeal, of course, puts Fort sentence on hold.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. These are uh, not typically super easy appeals to win, but... Uh, regardless it would take it would expunge the the felony off his his record and then he wouldn 't have to go through the probation and the the community service and and those sorts of uh, things as well I, you know i was I was wondering what federal probation looks like um, normal Uh, you know, normal conditions, kind of like you would have at a a county or state-issued probation, Um, scheduled meetings with the probation officer, drug testing, educational employment programs, requirement that you don't commit any other crimes. Those, I mean, those are kind of the things that go along with it. But you you basically have to assign to a probation officer and, and comply with all the terms that go along with that. So... Um, yeah this uh this continues um how long long does an appeals
3: process usually take or is it
1: i don't know what it would be like that in the the ninth circuit like that but i'm thinking a few months probably i'm thinking late i'm thinking late 2022 but isn't the
3: ninth circuit the one that's uh, usually pretty liberal
1: with their uh findings well because the the original the the original the, ruling was in that, in that california, part of the country right, in the but, west yeah the ninth the ninth circuit is what california washington oregon nevada i want to say like idaho and montana too that are in that as well but yeah that's it, in the past it has been it has been looked at that way i'm not sure how that factors into to this process but uh yeah well now now the the interesting scenario we mentioned at the top of the show what if he's cleared? What if he's uh? What if he wins his appeal prior to election day? <laughs> does does the Jeff Fortenberry writing campaign start at that point? I I, I don't think
3: so. I I would doubt it. I don't. I think at that point he'd take his pension and be done with it.
1: Yeah, yeah that would be another another relevant thing. Why this is uh, probably a big deal going forward. So we'll see what happens with that.
3: Number four. Lincoln can please hope to have more information soon involving uh, a Sunday shooting out at Seacrest Field. Two people are injured. Uh, criminal investigation units... Uh, reported yesterday, the 24-year-old woman who was shot later located at 70th and O is in stable condition now. Uh, she has not been interviewed yet by investigators, but they hope to talk to her soon. 19-year-old male is still in critical but stable condition. He has not been interviewed either for that shooting. Uh, Sunday morning, around 2:30 a.m.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's I'm, I'm a little su- surprised we don't have any more any more detail on on suspects or what happened in this scenario here is it's been it's thursday now already with this thing and and again it's as we noted earlier in the week when we talked about this on monday it's a second time in about a month that you've had a a shooting at that location
3: and the way it sounded there were a lot of people in the area so yeah i'm a little oh, sur- really i'm a little surprised um or there were several people in the area that I'm surprised that, uh, although from what I understand, it was just a car that drove in the lot and started shooting. Right. So, you know, you may not have seen any of the individuals,
1: but you certainly saw the vehicle. And, and I mean, this 24-year-old, as you said, is in stable condition. I assume she could communicate, you know, some details about what happened. I don't know about the 19-year-old who's in critical but stable condition condition and what ability he has to relay information to the police about what happened as well so that probably factors into this whole thing as well but yeah it's uh ho- hopefully he's going to be able to pull through and hopefully we find out what's going on here exactly and people who are responsible are are uh are arrested by police and tried
0: number three ltu
3: having an open house uh, this afternoon 5 30 to 7 30 uh, lincoln southwest regarding the intersection of old cheney 14th and warlick that uh, mix master that's out there
1: are we doing this now we're doing this uh,
3: now yeah it sounds like they've got a plan there they want to get more public input so that's this afternoon beginning at five thirty. now there's not a formal presentation it's going to be one of these where you can come in and look at the
1: the plans and
3: talk to some people and give them some
1: ideas and there you go so we don't have I, I haven't seen any like schematics of the plan or anything but it's my understanding that there are no you know the elevated roundabout was ditched because it was too expensive and I think to some degree it was controversial too, or people were worried it was gonna be too confusing for people I do remember watching the simulated aerial views of how that all was going to work uh, but they're not going with that anymore they've got something more simple than that hopefully uh, it will be effective but it's just a. I mean, I, I feel bad for those of you who drive this every single day. I can't imagine what it's like during peak traffic hours, and just the weird, just the weird, bizarre traffic flow that's baked into that intersection right now. When oh, that um,
3: intersection was probably first designed though. There was not a lot. That's right, uh,
1: nothing out there.
3: Yeah, it was kind of a rural intersection. Right.
1: Yeah, it's uh, not th- th- so that anymore. area. It wasn't even that long ago that that felt like a right. kind of a, and, and a rural with, area there
3: with the huge amount of traffic that's going to be headed to uh warhorse
1: casino yes be headed right out. Uh, that's uh, i was thinking that exact thing that place is only going to get they already talked about you already cited the numbers that they expect by 2045 traffic is going to go up a bunch but two years from now yeah. you you're that's going to be a uh, a huge area for traffic just because of that i would think because yeah. there's not a ton of people going that way now there's going to be a whole lot more might yeah. be going out to Cracklin Kirk's, but you know. I don't well, know. <laughs> Beyond that, uh, that that's a whole new area of traffic flow that's going right. to be involved in that as well. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be significant. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I like I said, I, if we could consider some jumps, I think that would be a good idea. I think we need to have like a rant, like a ju- ju- take take the uh, take Warlick and just have that be, psoo, you know, like a Dukes of Hazard style thing. And no roundabouts then, by the way. Just got to make sure you get up to speed and your car is able to clear it. Yeah, but
3: hey,
2: there it. are some people that try to take roundabouts like it's a jump.
3: That's true. You know, I'd really like to see some more girders on the street, so I'd really We
2: want. are always watching for hey, girders jump. here.
1: Once that East Beltway project starts getting going, we might get girder watch right down O Street here. Did you ever think of that? Amazing. No, I didn't think of that. Amazing.
3: How you, do- you mean headed to the East Beltway? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How
2: do we get a straight over the top of the city bypass?
1: Uh, Honestly, you you laugh. People laugh. But if there was a, you know, Dodge Dodge Street in Omaha has that that thing. Uh I don't know that it would be the prettiest thing in the world. But let's be honest. If you had infinite money right now, that's probably what you do to get a through the city north south thoroughfare. Is put it over, you know. I, want, I
2: would want a north-south-east-west, make a big cross, put a roundabout between the two of them up there.
1: <laughs> so right on 48th and O here? Yes. Right Right, right above over the us. tippy top. Right up. And if they happen, by the way, you could have the building right below the roundabout if you would like to buy our building. It is for sale right now. Potential, as Caleb mentioned, the potential to be under a sky roundabout at some point. That'd be cool. Do like laser light shows up in the middle of it. You can do stuff. whatever
2: you want. No, yeah. America. Put a splash pad
1: up there. Okay, but if you had just a p- expressway, I don't know what, run it from, uh, get on at Highway 2, get off at Cornhusker on one side?
3: No, oh, you got to go further south than Highway 2.
1: Oh, we got we to gotta take it all the way to Yankee Hill or something? Well, are we taking this all the way? Is this before or after Hickman annexes us? Uh, before. Okay. Because we, we got to get their, them on board yeah, politically, yeah, we too, do, otherwise.
2: Uh, by the way, Ben says on the Rick Stein recognition text line, if Sandra Bullock can jump a bus, then anybody else should be able to jump their Toyota Corolla.
1: I don't you, know it, about it. You wouldn't Corolla. even have to put its traffic signal there because you're going. We're going over where we're going. We don't need. We we were inverted
3: <laughs> and communicating.
1: <laughs> and guess what? All the drag racers would have a place now.
2: Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, never mind. Nix that idea. <laughs> Get that out of here. Fast.
3: All right, fine. <laughs> Number two, Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin hitting back at Western leaders who mocked his physique and athleticism. Putin made the comments when asked about Western leaders joking at the G7 summit that they would look uh, disgusting if they tried to emulate his shirtless bare torso photos Uh, Earlier in the week, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson joked that G7 leaders could take their clothes off to show that we're tougher than Putin. Canadian Premier Justin Trudeau quipped Western leaders could put on a bare-chested horseback riding display. Putin said, I don't know how they uh, wanted to get undressed above or below the waist, but I think it'd be disgusting.
1: (laughs) What is going on?
3: We have now uh, reached a new level. Of craziness in the world uh,
1: I mean I think
2: uh, Boris I mean, Johnson Boris should not be talking in- about taking clothes off at his ABBA parties okay
1: okay but he walked into that one a little bit but his point was that's how Putin exudes strength as they show him shirtless on a horse horse riding or fishing out in the Russian fishing district or whatever they've got there um, and, and so he did that but uh, yeah he's and probably not the Trudeau and then Trudeau jumps on uh, because he's I think he's probably pretty in shape here at this point he's like yeah we can do that go through the Rockies, yeah. go through the Canadian areas Trudeau being
2: able to quit back that one makes at least a little bit of sense <laughs> sorry Boris
1: <laughs> what a weird thing to say I don't know whether the, how they want to get undressed above or below the waist was it, I don't think anybody suggested a pantsless fishing trip or, or anything like that. Vlad, Weird. You guys want to go skinning zip? <laughs> weird conversation.
3: I'm just, you, you guys are weird. my mouth shut. <laughs> weird. Anything that They I should have
1: make. taken that G7. And next time, uh, next time, just, you know, we always do a gag photo and get the family back together. Okay, now let's do a funny one. But they're funny no, let's ones. Do a funny one. <laughs> everyone takes. Their- <laughs> but everyone, you know, takes uh, takes their shirt off
2: or get everyone or on a horse.
1: Yeah, something like that. I'm uh, glad it's this
3: year instead of last year when Angela Merkel would have been at the G7. Well,
1: they still had a oh there there was one yeah, one female. Like, what country is was that from? I can't remember. I don't even know at this point. But did you see that area? They were ha- was this like in Bavaria in Germany? Looked like it, it. Looked like they were in uh, the Rocky Mountains. It looked nice out there. Bavarian Alps, yeah. I might need to go down there for a vacay. Okay. I mean, Beatrice has it all. Don't get me wrong. I love they the don't vacation. Have, they don't have the there. Alps. They don't. Well, no, but you know, Bavaria doesn't necessarily have that subway that I like to go go to on the Subway sandwich shop that is in Beatrice. Yep. That great bread. Really, oh, good. I like the Arby's there.
3: Number one. Howard Stern for president. Yeah, he's considering it. Oh, he announced geez. on his show Monday on Sirius XM that he's considering running if the Republicans nominate Donald Trump. He uh, revealed he wants Bradley Cooper as his running mate.
1: You <laughs> see, uh, uh, normally you'd hear this, and you'd be being in radio, you'd be like, and being Howard Stern, you'd be like, Okay, radio stunt. You know, remember when like Stephen Colbert filed to run for office in, in South Carolina, but then he actually ended up on on the ballot. I, like it's to the point now where you have to take things like this seriously, because in a post-Trump world, it's uh, people we are now accustomed to celebrities in other areas of life with no political background, uh, no office holding background. Uh, jumping into that spot, I mean, well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson talked about it too, right? Mm-hmm. With this whole thing, are we getting to a point where it's just all going to be the the celebs? Are we getting a, uh, a
2: Stern Rogan ticket? Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they agree. I don't. I I mean, I don't. I don't quite know exactly what what Howard's politics would would even be exactly. Well, um, I think
3: he and Trump have a, a long history of not being very friendly. Uh, not, be, not getting friendly. along. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, who wouldn't watch that debate, though? Right?
1: True. It would be amazing.
2: Would, would the debate just be a podcast episode for Howard Stern?
1: Is he just going to do radio? <laughs> is, is Robin going to sit back there and laugh at everything during the whole thing? <laughs> Interrupted for baba booey moments? I mean, there's a there's a lot of possibilities. All right, here. Donald, get in the jello. Who's the next? I mean... We got we got The Rock. We got Howard Stern. We got Trump potentially running again. Have I missed any other speculation about oh. non-political don't they, celebrities? Don't they
2: always speculate about Oprah?
1: Oprah is always... Yeah, Oprah is always... R. Kelly has on withdrawn his side. Yes, oh, yep, wow. Yep. I don't think he was probably going to... Well, he's definitely not now. Do well in the, in the primaries as well. Uh, wasn't uh, 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 all right, all right, all right. He was thinking about running for governor for Texas. No, <laughs> well, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey.
3: He yep. Didn't end up doing it. Yeah. As well. Well, Kanye was running. Kanye
1: for ran for president.
0: That's
1: right. Oh my gosh. I mean, guys, the the dam is going to break on this at some you, point. I, Matt- I mean, it. That, I mean, Trump was a. Uh, Trump kind of, <laughs> Trump kind of broke the glass ceiling of of celebrities uh, running for president. Would Matt
3: Davidson have any uh, attraction?
1: Not with Ben. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that whole thing about uh, the rumors that Davidson was going to run for what was it? Was it governor Senate? or was it, it Senate? No, was it, it was Senate. I thought it was the No, it was the House. It was for yeah. Fortenberry seat. Yeah. It was for Fort Mercy, and then he texted me, and he he said, "No, I'm not, I'm not doing." There was this. a lot of I'm, smoke there, though. There was some smoke there, but he texted me directly, and he doesn't text me all that often. But he texted me to tell me that wasn't happening. But uh, by the way, I, ben, w- I would put a pin in that one, Mark. Speaking
2: of texting, Ben just texted us <laughs> yes. on the Rickside Recognition text line. I was having a good morning. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark's fault.
3: That is Mark's fault. Well, if if he runs for president, he'd be out of the play-by-play because you'd have to give uh, whoever else you know equal time.
1: I guess so. <laughs> Rotating color commentators for Nebraska football. Now that'd be an interesting way, since nobody wants to do debates anymore. You just rotate them in play-by-play. We play just, by play we each just week? throw in all the presidential candidates in the booth for Monday night oh, football. Geez. That's not the worst idea. Rotate each of them in during the booth on Monday Night Football during, uh, you know, the twenty twenty three NFL season when we start to know what the fields are. And Monday Night, it's I don't even know is it Herb Street now on Monday Night Football? I can't remember. It used to be Al Michaels, but Let, that's let's all shuffled. Just but, stop faking so. it and go one hundred
2: percent into the entertainment side. Well, of they, it. they brought in,
1: I mean, one they brought Rush Limbaugh into ESPN and did the Sunday morning show for a while. They had Dennis Miller. The Monday Night Football booth for a while as well, so it wouldn't be completely out of the you know out of the range of, of something like this happening. Think about it. Tonight, tonight we've got we've got Dolphins, Bills, and Nikki Haley. <laughs> Our my rowdy friends are here for Monday night. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, it's seven. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy.
2: let's go down to the sideline, check on that latest quarterback injury. Uh Pete Buttigieg, what do you got?
1: Uh <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Alright, you're in to K today with Jack and
0: Friends on K L I N Keeper. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3
1: KLIN. All right, I can't get over this Monday Night Football presidential candidates thing. I mean, uh, Bernie up there.
2: Uh, obviously.
1: Well, it was a very nice play there. I am uh, once again asking you to reconsider the Tennessee Titans as a wild card in the AFC. Once again, now it's time for a bowl of soup. I don't know why he likes soup so much. My Bernie likes soup. 8 o'clock, KLIN Lincoln. All right, welcome in at 8.09. It is 76 degrees in the capital city. Welcome back to LNK today with Jack and friends. And joining us once again on a Thursday morning, as they do every Thursday at 8.10. And you can also hear them at noon on Saturdays. On KLIN, Robin Eshleman, Dave Albers, the Girl Lincoln team telling us what's new in the world of economic development, businesses, retail, restaurants moving, closing, opening whatever it might be. Good morning, Robin. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, uh, gentlemen. Let's uh let's let's jump into this. Hey, a question right off right. the bat from one of our listeners about a phrase Dave uses. Frequently. And Dave's not the only one who uses it, but you, you hear him say it a lot on this segment. What do you mean by pulled a permit? What does pulled mean? Canceled?
5: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's just construction jargon. And I actually wanted to know the origins of why it is said that way. So I talked to a commercial <laughs> uh, contractor decades in the business to find out if he knew why it was said that he goes, "No, I don't know. It's just been around for a long time, but I understand the question. I think it's a great question because what we really mean is applied for a permit that that's what that's what right. we mean
1: that's what yes
5: but I could see why he asked the question because let's use sports for instance, if somebody's pulled from the field of play, that means they're removed." Right. From the field of play. Yes. so I, I, I guess
1: I, it means there's a stack of permits, and you pull one off the stack, it, and you've it, got it.
5: It could be that. It, it could be you pulled a number because you're standing in line. It could be... I don't know what it is. All right. Uh, it, we have no answer for the but when dave
0: says
1: that it does not mean they've canceled the permit it's now they've acquired the permit. that's right they've applied for the okay. permit they've the uh, the, the
2: google machine says it likely started out because you had to physically pull the permitting paperwork from file cabinets yes okay. so that
5: makes perfect sense pull it. all right there you go there we your go answer Here you go harlow so i should i should have just
1: got on the computer instead of called somebody no yeah. you got it no Listen, it's, no, it's, no there's, there's no, this is, uh, I think, the way we found out answers the question in 1983. So and, today.
5: <laughs> and since I was born way before that. And so now
6: this contractor will, will be asking his friends why do we call it pull? Yeah.
5: <laughs> So now that's going to be the answer I'm going to give them. There was only there some go.
1: magic box that gave us the answers. <laughs> uh, Robin, you've got news on the national news. Uh, stock market uh, kind of affecting the retail world with the economy is as it is. We
0: have
6: a lot of, we, this is a retail segment today. This is yeah. almost completely uh, retail news. Revlon Makeup declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, boy, it's hard to imagine there not being Revlon Makeup yeah. <laughs> that has been around forever but usually these things are reorganization that goes on for a decade okay. right so mm-hmm. um, and then Bed Bath & Beyond they are pacing down 20 to 30% year wow. over year a big we, big drop they we've have, been hearing about this for uh, a while
1: people have been hammering those 20% coupons that you get in the mail that <laughs> they, you ever go there and forget ever go there and realize did I not bring the ubiquitous 20% that coupon that is so, that just, is so is
6: mad this is
1: just throwing money away here at this point
6: yes maybe people
1: are finally getting smart to that
6: well they have um been they're in debt billions of dollars and they you know they're like they have been trying to remodel this so there's they're in a remodel now at South Point, and and you know you couldn't help but look at that and say, boy, how do you have money to remodel your store? Oh, well, they borrowed a lot of it, so their stock is kind of taking. The good immediate.
1: news is, if they're stressed out about it, they can sit down in a nice massage chair, <laughs> perhaps get some aromatherapy. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm sure
5: there's plenty there's, of there's a lot of, of, around yeah.
1: that to just, you can was, manage the bankruptcy there stress. There was that one way.
6: story online that I thought was, I thought, well, this might be a little bit over the top, but some of the stock investors went into some of their stores and found that the air conditioning wasn't very cool and asked about it and were told well we're trying to save money on utilities and so then there was this big headline about how they're cutting the air conditioning and Bed Bath & Beyond kind of unfair journalism actually but um, you know people do what they have to do sometimes to. if you had to get
1: locked and trapped in a store for like a month Bed, Bath & on might be the best one. Yeah, I don't think I, I th- would. I, I would prefer one that had food.
5: They've got some <laughs> snacks there, I
1: I'm think. am thinking Costco. Costco, you, where's your bed? I don't think there's... Uh, Where, uh, wherever maybe, I want to build they have it mattresses while I'm in there? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they have mattresses there. Okay, maybe you've got a point there. But the <laughs> now, we're, now we're all going to sit here and ponder <laughs> what store If you is. had to be locked in a retail store for an entire month and live off of it... Where are you going? You're right. The food might be an issue. You yeah. got a lot to cook it with. <laughs> yeah.
5: if you if you you're right about that, keep Great. Having... I can
1: cook nothing. If you if you, you can... can put those lifesavers at the checkout counter in the instant pot and melt them down. Have some kind of a sweet soup. <laughs> a sweet soup? <laughs> It's got to be
4: one of the I may, warehouse stores. I may have Come to
1: on. rethink that take. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt.
6: Well, that reminds me of Luke and Laura living in the department store. Oh, Remember God. that back
1: uh, in the, the... I was talking to my mom about this just the other day because she, she's going to kill me for saying this. When I was little, she watched General Hospital. General Hospital, Hospital I don't know when this happened. I have to go back and look at the year, but I actually remember the day when Luke and Laura got married the yes. General Hospital. Oh, for was, crying out loud! Which but, I, I had to be like five years old. But at they that lived
6: point. in a department store for in, that know, I didn't in know. the soap opera world, it was probably six months, you know. But it was really like three days because soap operas right. just drag on. But I mean, they were they, they just lived in the store forever. You yeah, just, it's like, what are you eating?
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's Walmart. I don't know. I got to keep thinking about this. But anyway, we need to move on. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
6: okay okay well one last bit of national news um nike sales have declined due to partially due to lockdowns in china but also they have made good on their threat to completely exit russia okay as a market you know shutting all those stores down there so they're taking some hits
1: all right Uh, All right. Let's get local here. Yes.
5: We we should probably uh, talk about a building permit that was pulled slash applied for at Zoetis. And the reason why I bring it up is $9 million uh, for this building permit. It's a capital project to renovate roughly 7,000 square feet of their existing uh, lab and production area and in a thousand... Square foot uh, adjacent addition. So okay, hmm. that's good to hear. That, that's one of our businesses here in Lincoln that has just constantly been
1: growing. Right,
6: major mm-hmm. investment right. there. Yeah, right.
1: originally Pfizer and Zoetis mm-hmm. and and big employer. That I know people who work there. And sure, yeah, it, it's a significant employer in town. Uh, wow, it looks like we got mall news this week, guys. Uh, where Back do you want to start?
6: Retail news here. Gateway Mall has a new. F- food store in the food court
5: is sparrow back (laughs) and the answer is i don't Uh, believe so no just check
6: chicago dogs 42 which i believe is a chain which is chain store coming into the food court
1: okay chicago dogs 42 all right what else do we have robin's got this whole list i'm just
5: going to let her run all right these. robin she's, run it down she's for more us familiar with these
6: fiesta rolled ice cream and i i don't know where these are going yet or if they're open yet but they're certainly being prepared for if not open already fiesta rolled ice cream um daily thread women's clothing i I just want to pause and say we do not see many women's clothing stores no. opening anymore. I mean,
5: boy, did, uh, you know, 15 years ago, you saw them all the time.
6: Yes. And who are we inundated with now in our retail listings? It's CBD, vape, you know, eyelash extensions. It, we Car don't, wash.
1: Yeah. We yeah. don't
6: get too many of these give us this
1: give us this day our daily thread
6: that's right that's (laughs) apparently what it's all about it's
5: it's part of the three that you need food shelter and clothing exactly exactly. (laughs) maybe
1: i could live there yeah we'll see that'd be weird uh (laughs) go ahead
6: um f and d formal so sounds like some tuxedos and wedding Good. wedding gear might be coming there Good. um scrubs and more will be open in july that will they'll have scrubs for you know hospital and medical healthcare workers but also tactical gear
1: oh okay
6: yeah
5: huh. that's that's interesting i didn't
6: that's an interesting I, add-on
5: yeah i didn't i didn't know that i was familiar with the obviously the scrubs right but Tactical gear. I'm just wondering how that kind of combo. Yeah, that's yeah. That, 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 how those link
1: together. I bet you can. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> going to say that. I'm going to not say that. All right. Go ahead, Robin. What else do you have?
6: And kind of an update on Dillard's. Now that's yeah. that's been sort of an interesting story. There, we we had all heard many many months ago that they purchased that they purchased the Yonkers building. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's been a real public reason as to why.
5: No, but we did see a building permit that was substantial for a, a bunch of uh h uh, v a c equipment and other work that was being done, yes, which and goes right along with the rest of what you were doing. and when be you drive about.
6: out there, you see all this fencing and all this equipment and you know mechanical stuff look at you know construction stuff um so they are replacing the roof but what's going on according to some public records is dillard's is decommissioning their third floor as if you recall dillard's is a three-story building okay and so they're decommissioning the third floor and expanding into yonkers so they have a bigger floor plate and people don't have to go up okay so high
1: all right i have to think really hard which one is which still they used to
6: be you know, or maybe, As, maybe still are connected. Like you could pass through and go back and forth between Dillers and Yonkers. Could you? I thought you had to high. walk
1: by that little play area. You yeah. do you, more a, recently,
6: but you okay. know, back. Back when they added that third floor that back in those days, like in the eighties and nineties, you could well, wasn't
1: pass it, uh, wasn't it Brandeis and uh, mm-hmm. that was yeah. one of them. And what was it? Before the other it was one?
6: Yonkers, it was Brandeis. Was it a
1: was was there a it was Miller, Miller, was it Miller and, Payne? and Payne? Yeah. Brandeis and Miller and so, Payne. Is so so Miller it was. and
6: Payne and and Yonkers or Miller and Payne and Brandeis had doors that you uh-huh. could pass through. Okay. And I think they have, you know, torn through the walls and found where those are and you know, well, we could keep doing this. I
1: know I've told so. the story before. But it just exhibits my inability to discern between the two. Is I got a hundred dollar gift certificate to a Yonkers once for a gift, and I was gonna buy a suit and got all fitted for it, did everything, and I realized I'd, I'd done it at Dillard's. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
6: that's a good one. <laughs> when
0: I went up to the cashier, uh,
1: but you know, true it's story.
6: kind of interesting how Gateway Mall used to be an open air mall.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. When, that, that when area that, um. Yeah, kind of the area now. I mean, the old food court. I remember they closed right. in the old, yeah. old food court. Yeah, that for the used first to be time. an
6: outside mall with flowers right. and sidewalks, and and you know that that just wasn't cool. And so, in the late eighties, they you know covered it with a canopy. And mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't ten years later, and the whole outdoor mall thing becomes a thing again.
4: Yeah, you know? so, right. So they That's only had true. like
6: ten good years there. <laughs> where, right. Yeah. Right. Where yeah, but it's
1: still you know it's still interesting how. That they've been able to, to be successful where some of these other malls certainly haven't. You know, they've done off, a good job. Stay afloat. Well, and, you know, we got all this news about new places coming in, which there's a lot of a lot of mall stories where that's not happening right, at all.
5: Right, so you right. You're, you're right about that. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we only have a couple of significant malls in town. Right. Where another community may have, you know, an extra two or three of them. It's right. A community that was our size. and. Uh, yeah. That, that that has an impact.
6: There's yep. a I I was reading the second largest mall in the country. It's in New Jersey and it's second only to Mall of America. Mm-hmm. I think it's called American Dream. It's just been a nightmare trying to they've they've spent thirty years trying to get this mall built and finally we're ready to start opening the mall and it was indoor theme parks, indoor water parks, indoor ski skiing. You can actually really? s- snow and you can actually ski inside this mall and they were rolling this thing open in stages right when the pandemic hit and had to shut down for eight months well they are now in major bankruptcy oh geez yeah another one of those stories
1: all right uh some news uh speaking of malls some news also from south point what do we have from there well Amazing Lash uh,
5: Studio is going in. This is next to the Verizon that, and this is in the South Point Mall area on pa- Pine Lake Road. Okay. So all right so you can get your if lashes there this is what we're seeing a lot of uh hair care of, and beauty products beauty, spa and, yeah.
6: a, um esthetician yeah i mean that as realtors those are the calls we're getting you yeah, know yeah. it's not clothing
1: we uh this was my uh my trivia question which i don't have the answer to but i asked these guys at the beginning of the show what do you think there's more of Combine runza amigos and what was the other one? that oh, and daily owns or cbd shops
6: (laughs) good question (laughs) because they are trying to pop up on every CBD slash vape shops yeah yeah Uh,
5: i will tell you that what's becoming a problem uh for the new people coming into town with cbd slash Mm -hmm. vape shops is finding a space in a strip mall of any sort that is not already occupied with one Yeah,
1: exactly no
5: i mean i'm not even joking (laughs) it's it's a a, problem it's a
6: problem for them and you know if there is something it's probably because the landlord doesn't want them
5: right right so
6: it's a tough challenge for them
1: yeah
5: but they
6: keep coming it's it's like the nail salons five years ago
1: yep Uh, All right, tell us what's coming up this week on Grow Lincoln.
6: Angela Paolini will be in. We're going to talk about how customer service has changed since the pandemic started. Andrea Schneider, for sale by owner, houses gone wrong. She's got some stories.
1: All right. Very good. We'll be listening at noon here on Saturdays where you can always hear the Grow Lincoln team, Robin and Dave. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. We'll uh, chat again next week. Have a good fourth. All right. Yeah. You Thank too. You. All right. It's 825. We'll take a break. Caleb's got sports next on KLIN.
0: You're listening to LMK today with Jack and friends on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Now, normally we have uh, Greg Sharp, voice of the Big Red, on Thursdays at eight thirty-five. He's uh, taking a little vacation, so he's going to join us back a little bit later in July as we begin the real home stretch to football. Oh yeah! Um, but it did. It did. Um, uh, Caleb brought up a, a conversation we. Kind of got into last year a little bit and i think one that we wanted to remember to talk about before the uh the fourth of july this year um but the 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 greatest way i think to experience the fourth of july and the fireworks which which i enjoy the greatest way is to watch other people um use the fireworks that they use their money to purchase <laughs> okay uh, because it's or still, just
2: be Lynn's neighbor it's it's
1: yeah or it's the same experience essentially as uh lighting them off yourself just for the I mean very similar experience just you know without the bags of money uh essentially that you're spending in and, and in this economy you know we could all appreciate that but one of the I realized last year one of the best ways to do that. Now normally what I do, I've got some I've got some neighbors. I'm sure on Sunday night they're gonna have this massive, massive party. And it's great. We just bring our lawn chairs out Mm -hmm. uh, on our on our own lawn and we sit there and watch them do all their stuff. It's great. I love it. Um but last year we we had a deal on the fourth where we were visiting some friends in uh in Malcolm on the night of the fourth and we were driving back on the fourth at about I don't know nine thirty ten o'clock something like that and driving into town uh from from Malcolm going out there by the Kawasaki plant you kind of get there's a view of the the entire city because you're up a little uh-huh. bit higher I think when you go out west in that direction and the panoramic view of the entire city and them going off all over was one of the coolest things that mm-hmm. that I've ever seen and i'm i'm wonder- i don't necessarily want to go out to you know go out on the highway and and do that again, but i'm wondering like from this not that you i don't think you can get up in the state capitol at that time <laughs> that would be very that cool. would be that'd be a great place to get a like a wide view of all of the things going off in the there I'm wondering if there are other really good places like that that actually would work for that yeah. to to actually go up there and i know like and I know Oak Lake the Uncle Sam Jam is happening on the 3rd so i mean you could you could do it that it's something that involves that and you see that or you know there's just so much though, going off on the 4th
0: mm-hmm.
1: every minute in every direction the place where you can get a great vantage point for that would be would be optimum i think i don't know like the i don't know if there'd be enough. i was thinking like with the Holmes Lake dam where they used to shoot them off there would the Holmes Lake dam be a good place is that high enough to really get a good view in all directions of, of seeing them go, or would it be someplace more on on the outskirts of town where you can see in you know like what I was talking about, where you can actually see the skyline, um, and and get a huge view of that whole thing. I'm curious if you guys have any spots like this. I'd be I'd be interested in in what they are. Is the so.
2: west side of town uh, a higher elevation than the east? Uh, I, I guess like because Lincoln just assume- feels generally flat. As as a city from from east to west, north to south.
1: Whenever, whatever, for whatever reason, when you come in from the west, you get a good right. You get a good panoramic view. I the east. I mean, it's partially because it's closer to downtown. Why you would say it that way? Uh-huh. But I'm not sure if there'd be something similar on on the east side or or not with that whole thing. On so.
2: Sunday, we are going to uh, to Megan's parents. And we're going to light some fireworks there, and there in Grand Island. So in the evening, we will be coming back on the interstate. So I'm expecting to get a pretty good show coming back off of the interstate, but I, I don't know places that you can just go sit. Right, and just watch the display happen across the city. I,
1: I remember somebody had—I thought there was somebody who had given us a location. Help me out, guys, on the text line. Something that was like a near a scout's location or something in um, Northwest Lincoln. But I did see that. Yeah, Clinton just texted. Tanker Tanker Hill is a great place. So that's like what uh, on Forty Eighth Street and West Air Park, Northwest Forty Eighth Street and West Air Park. Um, I don't know if I've, I'm, I'm sh- yeah, I was years since we've actually uh, been there, but I bet that's a, an incredible place to watch this thing. Uh-huh. Um, I'm looking at some of the the pictures from the view that would be there. That would be really cool. Um, are there are there other places that are in town like that? Um, is is what I'm wanting. Um, let's see. Scott not Molly says. Uh, it, it when I go to the Fallbrook Y, their weight weight room has a great view of all of Lincoln. <laughs> nice, Scott, not Molly with the with the low key brag that he's working out. Uh, but yeah, you, maybe uh you could pump some iron, play the patriotic music, and watch that whole thing as well. Where, where is it? Is there a spot? Is there a spot that we're we're? Are there other high points that you could get to if you? It, you know, we talked about the Capitol, but are there other high points that you could get to in town? I know people go up to the parking garages sometimes for the uh the Oak Lake fireworks.
2: Are we getting into Memorial Stadium? That would be.
1: Yeah, that would be good. Would there be if you were in the if you were in the like the press you got, box? Yeah, you gotta among,
2: get up in the, the press box or you gotta get, get up on the uh, the roof of there.
1: Right. If you were in the press box at Memorial Stadium on that outdoor area, I would think that uh-huh. would be a pretty good one too. Um, my penthouse at the lead place apartments. I hadn't even, well, forgo- oh, I hadn't even right. thought of, I forget I own it sometimes, you know, another property, right. blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be another one as well. So anyway, I'm, I'm curious uh, submit those. We can maybe throw those out a little bit more during the show tomorrow as well. Um, the, the, and my quest continues guys. My quest continues. I still haven't seen any kind of, uh, emergency, uh, legislation from the Lincoln city council or anything like that. But, but please, when the 4th of July falls on a Monday, the fireworks should be legal on Friday and Saturday. Okay. Because and here again, to just to lay out the rationale, I posed this on, on Twitter a couple of days ago and everyone said, no, there's already enough. There's already too much. We don't need more. Let's be honest with what Friday and Saturday are going to be like in Lincoln. You're
2: already going to get it.
1: I mean, if you guys think that it's not not going to happen. But I think the consequence of this would be, if you did it this way, is that you would have some people who aren't... Because you can only still buy them in Lincoln on the 3rd and the 4th. So, number one, you open up the stands on Friday and Saturday. I'm not saying two weeks, okay? I'm not Uh saying... But you open up the stands on Friday and Saturday. You get two more days of tax revenue. And frankly, are the big days when people are going to want to when it falls with like on a weekend like that with 4th of July right after the weekend, I feel like that's a a unique opportunity there. So number 1, you've got the the argument that's always there is in terms of the the tax revenue and keeping the money local and and all of those things. But on the other hand, I don't think everybody is going to feel like on the 4th of July night they're going to have to go all out on that night because they will have been able to do it on friday and saturday which
2: mm-hmm.
1: weekend and I, I get it some people are, are still needing you know they want a good night of sleep on on those sorts of things but i don't think it makes it significantly worse on those friday and saturday nights in the capital city than they would already be maybe a little bit more but i think that's already going to happen uh th- this makes all the sense in the world to me now the question is is it only a scenario that you do when Fourth of July falls on a Monday? Right. What if it falls on a Tuesday, like it will next year? Uh, does does that change that whole thing? But Which, I do think on you Tuesday do
2: get, people people
1: would usually have the third off, so maybe yeah.
2: I do think you get people though in that scenario. Let's say if that was a scenario this year, that are going to make their plans around the weekend and what they can do on Friday or Saturday. And have their, if they're having family together or if they're having a a block party, whatever. Yes. They're doing it on the Saturday. Right. And that, one, that eliminates some from the Sunday and that eliminates some from the upcoming Monday. They might go be part of some of the viewing parties. Right. They might be going and being part of
1: Uncle Sam Jam as
2: opposed to maybe they weren't before. Right.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. And it, frankly, just falls on a Monday because you you've got you're you're looking at the watch it's like ten thirty. this is going to be going on for for two hours i've got work the next few days still got people at my house those sorts of things Let, let's do it on friday and saturday i'm not even asking and listen i'm not even asking to move the ob- observation of independence day from july 4th to the first friday or something like that previously i had said that i got such strong blowback on that i've abandon that mm. position at least my outward promulgation of that position even though i still believe it in my heart
2: well dealer but, Dave was saying we need a law that's stating we celebrate independence day
1: first saturday of july i don't disagree i i don't i don't disagree what if you just did like in some of these holidays you've got the holiday but the holiday observed uh-huh and that sort of thing as well i don't know i don't know that's it would make a lot of sense to me
2: we were but, talking about places to. But it's
1: not the date on the declaration of independence
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no one has ever written the the different date on a check when they turn that in right <laughs> I don't
1: know if that's the same thing but okay well
2: yeah. when you would you give a check and you want them to not cash until right. a certain date right. okay um uh stew says capital view winery on the south
1: side of town Ooh.
2: talking about places to watch some of yeah the fireworks going off
1: i bet I bet that'd be good too. I don't know, that view I, I just had never seen that sort of view on the Fourth of July because I've always been at a you know, a private party with, with family and stuff and and doing our own thing, but seeing it from far away and just across the entire mm-hmm. horizon was I mean, probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen yeah. fireworks wise, is to kind of have that long view of the whole thing.
2: That's what we got when I lived in, in Kearney. Uh, because is the way it's built, one side of town is pretty much on a hill, and then there's a giant slope to go down to the rest of town. So if you're coming in from the north-northwest side, the entire view you have is nothing but fireworks out in front of you on 4th of July or the weekend or whenever people are lighting them off. So that that's always been something that's curious to me. That's why I brought it up last year and uh, brought it up again earlier this morning that Sometimes it's just, if you are driving in from somewhere, because not everyone has family that is 100% in the same place that you live, so sometimes you might be going and celebrating elsewhere and coming back. Right. It's very cool to see, and what you might want to take a little bit of time to drive out of your ordinary path to get to one of those great viewing experiences for your family coming back into
1: town. Yep yeah absolutely It it it's really cool i was just curious it seems to me that it's been a little quieter fire early fireworks why hasn't been bad so far this year i don't know if that is for the entire city or not but i pulled up the lincoln police reports um yesterday five fireworks calls uh tuesday eight fireworks calls monday eight fireworks calls sunday eight fireworks calls Um, Going back to last Saturday, three.
2: Now that'll obviously ramp up a little bit, I believe, a little bit tonight, then definitely tomorrow and Saturday. Yes,
1: tomorrow and Saturday will be a different deal, but I don't know. It's I don't know if it's the prices. I don't know if it's the economy. I don't know if people decided to comport with the law more strictly. What do you mean the prices? Everywhere is listed half price. (laughs) I I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like normally when you get to the thirtieth of June, you've already had a few nights where they're they're going off quite a bit, and I I think I heard one, I think I've heard one. What are the where fi- where I was not to
2: change it like sticking with fireworks here, but what what is the fireworks? You're like we got to have this firework, or you most enjoy having at whatever Fourth of July party it, you're at. So
1: I used to I used to when the artillery artillery shells first because you couldn't buy artillery shells when i was a kid they didn't sell the thing they didn't sell much of anything that was like super aerial that you could Uh buy at the stands and that's completely changed so it used to be those but that's just one you know one and it's cool but i've gone away from now and now the ones that are and these are the expensive ones obviously but the uh, number one, they feel more stable, the bigger, like cakes, they call them. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, And they're longer and they still shoot up in the air. Uh, man, the biggest, I still say the biggest thing. I know people talk about fireworks safety all the time, rightfully so, this time of year. And they talk about eye protection and putting the fireworks in water and, and all of those things. The one that I don't hear as much as, it, as, and it feels like to me, maybe the biggest one is make sure you've got like some bricks or something. Something to weigh, especially with those artillery shells. Yeah, when you're wanting to, to make sure
2: they stay just up, right? weigh
1: them down because to me the 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 mo we I mean I've seen a scary situation with this when the thing just tips over because it's top heavy. Yeah, and 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 then is pointing out at people. That's the the biggest one. I mean, just some we always just bring some bricks out, and I think that would that would be a huge. Now, obviously, the people who are lighting them. There's still still things can happen that way, but if you've got people standing around doing that. Get some bricks now good idea
2: you say that and i was going to say my favorite firework and this is because it's tied to a memory growing up is roman candles
1: yeah <laughs> was it be a, you being used properly um, in this memory thinking duels
2: oh, uh, That's what I was no just of. out in front of my grandparents house and my dad and my uncle would go out there that it would be me and my dad me and my cousin you just light a Roman candle, and you're half a block away from each other. See, my... From don't my, recommend that. That is not the intended use.
1: Right. And the ones that I'm going to remember are not legal. Um, now, I I did... I, I was born in, in South Dakota. I spent the first few years of my life there, and it's wild, wild west there in terms did of... Did you ever go to a fireworks legal.
2: display at Mount Rushmore?
1: No. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I've only been to Mount Rushmore once. I don't even remember it. We're on the the other side of the city. I've been to Mount Rushmore more than you have. I think I've only been there once.
2: I've only been there twice. Um,
1: But bottle rockets were legal there. Bottle rockets, yes. Bottle rockets were... I mean, those were still the most entertaining to just light one after the other off.
2: (laughs) You want to talk about tied to a memory. (laughs) My dad and my uncle, who... Just should never be in the same place at the same time. That's which should preface all of it with that. But tucked in, button-up shirts into their jeans, they're both hammering like a beer bottle at my grandparents. I go, "You got bottle rockets, right?" Uncle takes a toothpick out of his mouth. And they're like, "Yeah, let's go in the street and light off bottle rockets." So they're putting the rockets in the beer bottles out in front of my grandparents' house in Beatrice.
1: Uh yes. Yeah. The
2: but that's one of the fun things, Fourth of July. So no, not everything we've talked about is probably the safest, and that's why some things are illegal and not illegal. Um but the memories you get from family on weekends like this. Yeah. That's the the really, really fun part.
1: When I was about twelve, thirteen, maybe, the thing that I, I was I was just fascinated with the and you, you had to go out of the city to buy these at the time. I don't think that's a case anymore. But at the time, you had to go out of the city to buy just the the firecrackers and there were there were two kinds there were the we called them black cats but they were the inch and a halfers and then they had the lady fingers which were cheaper but they were a lot smaller and thinner they were maybe like a a centimeter or so long and they were thinner than the inch and a half black cats but i would spend entire afternoons like you would buy an in, you would buy an entire you could buy an entire brick of those things and it was intended i think to set to set off all in once in a, in a brick of black cats but I would instead <laughs> untwine it and I'd seriously do this for an entire afternoon I'd get a punk and I'd light it and I'd take those black cats and I would light one psh, throw it explode another one throw it explode <laughs> just for no. just for hours on end it was wildly entertaining
2: um it, caller said bottle rockets are legal in Nebraska um, just might not be in every, uh, every city might have a rule against it. Really? And also he mentioned not every firework stand was able to get them.
1: They are uh, few and far between. Interesting. Oh, bottle rock. Oh, this was June of last year. Huh? I didn't know that. You know what I'm doing. Maybe this I'm going to be, uh, but we got to go on the underground market to get them though.
2: Light it up spin the bottle.
1: <laughs> Don't, Don't do that. Do that. Don't, Don't do, do that. that. Stop. Alright, Say 55. We'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and
0: Friends on KLIN. Waking up the capital city with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken...